Okay, it's official. The market has definitely shifted. If you're buying a house, you want to listen to this podcast. If you're thinking about or wanting to sell your house or wanted to, or you're waiting to, definitely listen to this podcast. And if you're investing in real estate, you're going to want to listen to this podcast. It's going to be less than 17 minutes long, and it's going to be filled with some insights that you're going to need to hear so that you know where you stand as a buyer, seller, and investor. Let's do it. Is it a good time to buy a home? Is it a good time to sell a home? These are two questions we are not going to answer on this podcast. What we are going to do is talk about the current housing market and the how-tos, how to buy a home, how to sell a home, how to invest wisely in real estate on Long Island. My name is Tom McGivern, licensed real estate broker associate, and welcome to the Long Island Housing Podcast. What's going on? It's your boy, Tom McGivern, the home sales expert, a.k.a. The Long Island Tom on Instagram, The Long Island Tom. Check me out. I would love for you to follow me. This podcast is dedicated to the Long Island housing market, and it's all about real estate. My name is Tom McGivern. I'm a licensed real estate broker associate with Villa Home, and I uh, host this podcast every week three times a month usually, and uh, try and bring some information to you out there that's going to be of value, whether you're buying, selling, or investing in real estate. So normally I, I do uh, a how-to or and uh, or I break down the entire market, talk about all the price ranges, what's available, how many homes are for sale. I'm not going to do that in this episode because it takes a lot of time to tabulate all that, although next week's episode will be about all the numbers exactly what happened last month how did we finish up in comparison to the month before you know june versus june of you know 2021 versus june of 2022 and then i'll talk about what the current numbers are i could tell you what's letting me know that the market's shifted and i'm going to talk to you about a couple of listings i have right now i'm going to talk to you about some conversations i've had with agents and i'm going to talk to you about some numbers that i'm looking at first things first if you're not following me if you're not paying attention to where i'm at I would love for you to do that. YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, a little bit, not so much. Uh, if you go to my link tree, linktr.ee slash Tom McGivern or the link tree um, uh, on my, our team Instagram, which is McGivern team, you can get all that linktr.ee slash McGivern team. And of course, thehomesalesexpert.com or longislandtom.com. All right. There are 3,393 houses for sale right now in Suffolk County. Now, the uh, overall market, what we're what we're kind of seeing is if you you know listen to the last podcast, you know that back in the middle of June there were 3,584 houses for sale. The month before that, in May, middle of May, there were 2,470 homes for sale. So we've added a lot of listings uh, on the market in the last uh, six weeks or so. Today's uh, July 15th, 2022. So if you are thinking about selling, you're thinking about buying, thinking about investing in real estate, or you're maybe saying, oh, I should wait, or I should do this, should do that. So I want to talk to you about what's happening in the market. There's more inventory, 3,390 
three houses of sale. So 3,400 houses. That's not a whole lot. Okay. We still have very low housing inventory. However, the pricing of everything is starting to slow down. There was a 168 price changes uh, in the last 30 days in Suffolk County uh, on the multiple listing service. Um, that's a lot more than what was formerly, okay? Uh, a majority, a vast majority of those are price adjustments down, okay? Um, I'm scrolling through it right now, and I see maybe 10 or less of those were price adjustments up okay because you can you can you know increase the price up some of them had they were like they must have changed like a digit or something i don't know because they don't have the down arrow but a vast majority probably like 150 of these have clear down arrows meaning they reduce the price down that was not happening you know three months ago um at all i mean if you saw maybe you know a handful in all of the county it was a lot so i'm going to start paying more attention to price changes so that's happening right now price changes are happening and i'll look at nassau county right now real quick just to you know give that some loving in nassau and i'm looking at 137 price changes in nassau county and then in queens uh, we're looking at in the last 30 days, 107 price changes. Most of those, again, price changes down. That means we're hitting the market at a certain price and real estate agents are going, oh, we got to drop these prices. So my partner and I, Colleen Davis, we uh, just listed some houses and so, some other properties uh, recently. And it, we're noticing that if if the seller is not taking our advice on the pricing strategy, uh, they can be in a place where A, they're getting limited viewings or B, no viewings whatsoever. Now, when we launch a property, we always launch a property with awesome descriptions. We meticulously go through the photos, making sure the photos are done you know, with perfection as close to you know, just a standard of excellence because not every professional photography session is, you know, they're not all created equal. Not every agent pays attention to detail. They just think, oh, I hire some person to come in, they take photos, and then they just slap it all together and it looks like a wreck anyway. Uh, we don't do that. So, you know, I'm doing this 15 years and I put a lot of effort into making sure that listings are, our listings look really tight because it's part of who we are, our brand, our reputation, reputation is everything. So when we take the obligation of listing someone's home, we make sure it's done right. With that said, because the market it, uh, has shifted so quickly, okay, from our perspective, again, you know, trench, you know, in the trenches, boots on the ground, selling houses, you know, all this year. And as you know, late as June 30th, you know, putting properties on the market on a Wednesday and getting, you know, a lot of showings and, you know, getting, you know, multiple offers by the following Wednesday and uh, wrapping things up by that, the next Wednesday, like two weeks being full contract. That activity was happening on a lot of listings uh, 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 as of June 30th, May, uh, July 1st. I don't want to say it's a ghost town. But it's definitely declined. The buyers I'm working with have pulled back a little bit. 
Okay. Home buyers are going, Oh, you know, I don't know. The rate went up, right? We had the rate go up. We had a lot of different things going on in the market. And then of course, July and people are telling me, I had this conversation with somebody and they were like, Oh, it's July. You know, it's, it's a uh, seasonality. People go on vacations, all that stuff. Now, the funny thing about that is that didn't happen last year and it didn't happen the year before. I'm telling you right now, 2020, 2021, the July and August markets were so solid, you know, and that rolled right into September, October, November, you know, December, like it was just crazy because the inventory was a lot less, even though it's still low, 3,400, less than 3,400 homes for sale. There's about 420 condos for sale in Suffolk County. Um, even though that's still low, it's a lot more than what was now. Because of the buying cycle, we've been through two buying major buying cycles. Okay, we had uh, civil unrest in 2020, and we had a pandemic. Okay, that pandemic is Ken. It's still lingering with us. Okay, COVID's still around, but it's nothing to where it was. And th those two things in 2020, the civil unrest. And uh, riots, things like that. People, like the cities closed down, boarded up. It was just crazy, right? That caused a lot of people to head out. And and if you listen to my last podcast about, I think it was the last podcast, 23, could have been the 22, about the Har Harvard did a study. The Harvard Institute of whatever real estate, they did an awesome study and they talked about, and the link is in the description on that podcast, they talked about the migration patterns of, of uh, people and people leaving metropolitan areas, okay, urban areas and moving in droves out to rural and suburban areas. And I can't tell you how many people that I've personally known who have moved from suburbia, okay, uh, Nassau County, you know, uh, uh, more, you know, less dense populated areas to rural, like Tennessee, where, you know, you're getting like 15 acres of land. Um, you know, I have no uh, personal friends, clients, and family members who have just made those moves. My uh, uh, cousin moved from Manorville to, uh, well, he was moving to Tennessee. I think he ended up in Pennsylvania, but he, he bought a house in, uh, you know, it's got like five, six, seven acres or something like that. He went from Manorville, which is pretty, you know, it's not rural. It's suburb. It's a suburban area. You know, but it's definitely a, uh, got that rural feel to it out there. He moved from there to there, you know, for whatever reason, taxes he wanted, you know, lower taxes uh, and uh, just a simpler life, less less people, less uh, what you get on Long Island, you know, Long Island, New York, that the whole mentality, you get on the LIE and, and boom, you're in New York. You know, it's like a slap in the face um, in a good way sometimes, but uh, mostly not. But uh, <laughs> The, my point is this, if you were, have been sitting on the fence and thinking about selling, forget that I'm a real estate agent. I'm just letting, you know, like, you know, like if you want to capitalize on this market, this is still very good opportunities out there. It's still a seller's market. Okay. We have very, very, uh, low months of supply. However, this month in July, when this month is over, and in August, when I look at the numbers, it's going to be very telling. And I, I have just a feeling that we're going to see a, a big drop-off in uh, contracts, a uh, big drop-off in um, 
in not a big drop off in sales because the sales are from previous, uh, um, you know, like the under contracts are very important to look at. And I don't really pay too much attention to those in podcasts. But now that the market's clearly shifting, I'm going to need to start looking at what's pending, how many contracts were written in a given month. That's going to be, you know, a key thing. Um, I don't have that on this podcast here, but uh, because I wanted to make this as brief as possible. You need to know that increase the yeah, inventory is going up. As a seller, you need to understand that. You understand. You need to understand that the sales, the velocity of sales is down. There's less people out there, and the prices are now starting. Not, I don't say they're decreasing because they're not, but they're definitely just they're not going up anymore. We have hit the top, and dare I say, we're in a in a place where. Uh, it's gonna. It's basically gonna flatline. Um, we listed a house recently. I won't say the price or anything else, but you know the owner wanted what he wanted, and we priced it. It was just way too high. You miss it by, you know, if it, like let's say you're in the sixty six hundred thousand dollar range, and you miss the the ask price by twenty grand, you're talking ghost town. Like no one's gonna show up. Okay, the rate as of today is 5.72%. If you go to my uh, my link tree uh, or my, my team link tree, you're going to see it's uh, a great website there, Mortgage News Daily. It's just real simple. They break it down. They put you know, information there for you to, to, uh, to look at, and, the, and they give you the rate. And the rate with the news lets you know, hey, where, where are we at? You know, the average 30-year fixed rate is 5.72%. That's a lot higher than what it was, you know, back in February, May, uh, uh, February, March, you know, three point three percent, whatever it was. Uh, some big news is going to be coming out about rates, things like that. I don't really want to I don't really dive into those things because I don't know how helpful they are. All I know is in the trenches right now, if you're selling or wanted to sell, you should call me and we should get together. All right. The second part of this and the, and the third part of this is buyers and investors. Investors who are investing in rents, it's going to, uh, I think the rental market is super strong. It's definitely inflated, uh, definitely higher prices. However, if buyers don't buy and they say, oh, we're going to wait until the prices come down, that means they're going to stay where? Renting. So, um, that's uh, and that was cited in the uh, Harvard study as well. Uh, rents are high, very high. So if you're an investor and you can pick up a single family, uh, you know, or uh, a, a rental complex or something like that, that's a strong, powerful move right now. And uh, because the rents are ridiculously high for buying and selling and flipping, be very careful. You just got to be super careful. The number on the exit is super important. Uh, your numbers are your numbers. I'm not going to tell you, you know, you know, I don't tell you how much it's going to cost to renovate. You do that. You know, your numbers, you know, your contractors, you know, your skills, you know, where you're going to buy material. Uh, you know, if you're shopping at home Depot, you know, you're paying top dollar, right? So you need to, your that's your business. My business is, Hey, what's it worth when you sell it? What's it going to be worth 90 days from now? That's my specialty. No one does that better than this guy right here. The Home sales experts, just throwing that out there. So be very careful. Know your exit strategy. Know your exit pricing, and make sure it's solid and it's not inflated because you might overpay on the in the in you know on the entrance, 
and then think, hey, it's worth it's going to be worth 700 and it's only worth 600. Boom. There's all your profit gone and you're selling it on a fire sale for a loss. Don't do that. Buyers, lastly, uh, most importantly, I'm going to be hosting an Instagram live smart real estate on Monday, which is going to, uh, if you know somebody's thinking about buying, maybe they're buying a year from now, whatever, it's family, friends, a colleague mentioned buying a house and they're frustrated or they're thinking about doing this or that. Listen to it. It's smart real estate on our Instagram at McGivern team. And all these links will be in the description of this podcast. But um, uh, on Monday, probably like around 11 o'clock, I'm going to be doing uh, how to buy a house right now without all the hassle. How to buy a house without right now without, without all the hassle. I'm going to talk about some strategies that you can use mainly with a real estate agent to help you uh, prepare and jump in and be able to find good deals. Now, I'm going to wrap this up. Listen to the announcement. I got a link uh, in the uh, in the announcement uh, at the end of this podcast. It's going to give you uh, some resources where you can go right now. And for buyers, uh, please listen to it too. You know, if you go to deals.longislandtom.com, deals.longislandtom.com, you can. If you're on a long-term strategy, uh, you can get on a list, and I can I will send you houses for sale every single month, uh, every single week rather. And uh, they're just houses like good deals that I see in the market. Even if you're like not ready, you can at least start getting and seeing what I'm seeing. And you're like, oh, okay, that is a good deal. Or, oh, wow, that's what he thinks is a, is a good deal. That's crazy. I can't afford that. It's good information to have. So listen to the announcement. I will uh, drop the podcast next and make sure Monday, if you can, if you're buying a house, hit up the uh, Instagram live at 11 a.m. on Monday. If you miss it, it'll be in my grid our, uh, our uh, grid on our Instagram, uh, which is, again, at McGivern team. I will see you on the next one. Stay safe out there. And again, don't forget, link trees, Instagram. I keep hammering at home. I just want you to follow me. I would love the opportunity to uh, to help you out and be a resource for you. Take care. Hey, thanks for listening to this podcast episode. As a way to thank you, I'd like to offer you the five ways to save time and money when you sell. Now, these are five proven simple ways to save time and money when you go to sell. Don't try and figure it out on your own. Don't try and figure out whether you should get a certificate of occupancy. Don't try and figure out what to paint, what not to paint, what to fix. Download this free at longislandtom.com. All right. And also you can learn how to save on the commission when you sell. Now, if you're buying, you can download the 14 day course that I created. It's called my ninja course of buying. And you can get that at longislandtom.com. It's 14 days, one email a day with tips and guides and checklists for you to check out when you go to buy a house. It is awesome. And I want to say thank you again for listening to this podcast. Go to longislandtom.com for your free gifts now. Thanks.